So let's go ahead and get this bit just out of the way. It's done. It's over with. Stone Cold Steve Austin as a killer Santa Claus would have been so, so much fucking better. You know, he cracks open some Steve Weisers, stomps a mud hole in someone's ass, hit a stunner on the way out, arrive, raise hell, leave. What? 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 <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean, do you, do you got anything? Do you got anything to add? Dude, I I don't I don't I heartily agree I was always a stone cold man I I'll, hey no shame no shame to Bill Goldberg stone cold dog that is that's the man that's the man right there <laughs> all right well guys welcome to the mess up at midnight podcast the show that is here for you this holiday season to dish out all of your season's beatings I'm your host Max Steele and I am joined by the Christmas creature himself it's Michael Flaherty dude what a what a raw opening what a raw sense of just like real feels right there there was no there was no listeners there was no we were not hemming it up we weren't we weren't putting on a show that's feelings right there as two wwe kids we love ourselves some bill goldberg obviously no shame but that's that's raw that's raw right there listen dude i'm i'm excited to talk about this mm-hmm. movie. I mean, I really am. <laughs> I I just want I just want to jump in really quick before you finish your thought. We have to just like we have to find one of those like the old WWE or like WCW movies that they made for like nothing that just stars mm-hmm. nothing but wrestlers so we can geek out. We that's got to be something we get out of our system. Like a, like a like a ready to rumble. Do you, do, you know that, do you know that movie like with a bunch of those I, old WCW wrestlers mm-hmm, from the late mm-hmm. 90s? Hell yes. Hell fucking yes. <laughs> well, guys, today we are talking about a wonderful movie. I'd never seen it before, but I'd heard about it through, you know, my time as a movie fan and as a wrestling fan in my youth. And guys, that movie is the one we're talking about today. And that is Santa's Slay, spelled S. A S L A Y couldn't spell for a second, guys. Too, too many, few too many drinks in right now. Um, just, we're already warmed up. We're we're way too warmed up. We're we're excited. It's Santa's sleigh, guys, with Bill with former WCW and WWE professional wrestler Bill Goldberg and former Atlanta Falcon as well. For all you football fans out there, Bill Goldberg as our killer Santa Claus. Not to what, mention, he was also a Sacramento gold miner in 1994. Was he really? Really? I didn't know. He was a part of the the famous Sacramento football team, the Gold Miners, back in the back in the early 90s. I feel like you are the one person that knows that. <laughs> I'm the only dude. I, I tell you, all California-based football teams and their histories. I am. I am knowledgeable about. Tri- Why? <laughs> it's such a waste. So, if you just say the words Goldberg as a killer Santa, you grow a hair on your chest. You, you're like, I get it. I'm here with it. But the rest of the movie, not, not so much. And we're going to get into why a little bit later. But first of all, Mike, what what did you think of this movie? So I went into this movie pretty damn cold. I am going to be so honest. See, this was a your this was a you pick, and mm-hmm. I was like, okay, perfect, we can do that. 
so I had no frame of reference other than Bill Goldberg was in it, which I was like, hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Right then, looked at, you know, I, I like to, unless I'm specifically told otherwise, I'm one of those people who likes to not look at the ratings. I like to look at the cast and see yep. how it is. And I sat there when I pulled up the IMDb. I started just going through. I saw Chris Kattan, SNL alum, Fran Drescher, James Kahn, Re- uh, what her Rebecca Gayhart, I think her name is. She, I don't yeah. know. She she was seeing Brett Ratner for a while, mm-hmm. and I was like, I was like, ooh, okay, all right, this is a bit of a stacked cast. Okay, sure. You know what? I'd, I mean, granted, we're reviewing it, so unless we say it's good, it's probably going to be horrible. So I was like, cool, let's see where everything went wrong with all of these genuinely talented people. <laughs> and then I'll let you go into further detail regarding that. And then all of those people that Mike just mentioned are just, they are there. They're in this movie. That is a factual statement. But then they are fucking gone. After that, they are there for a quick, hi, hello, how you doing? We're going to get, I don't know, stabbed by Goldberg, and that's it. That's it for the, that's it, that's it for the rest of the movie. Then we go off to the, some other that, – that happens a lot throughout this movie. We just kind of cut to some random situations where Santa Bill goes around and kills people. It's It feels – this feels less – like a coherent story that's been built mm-hmm. in the writer's room with people who are really interested in telling a really cool story and play off of certain 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 themes. Mm-hmm. And more of just, okay, guys, Bill Goldberg kills people dressed up as Santa. Let's talk the kills. And then mm-hmm. when they were on the cutting room floor getting ready to edit, they went, wait, what's the story? And then everyone like like the SpongeBob thing where they're where they're running around because they forgot it because they threw out his name. Every all of the writers start running around going, "Oh my god, we forgot the story! We forgot the story!" And then they eventually threw together this story, which makes no sense. It makes no damn sense. But one thing that also I well, it makes sense, but also it doesn't make sense. It's it's interesting. I'll I'll tell you all that. I find it ironic. That um, a Jewish man plays Santa Claus because Bill Goldberg is very much a practice, like he was a practicing Jewish man. And so much so that like he would tell like people like when he was playing football or when he was wrestling that he would not wrestle on like Jewish holidays. I and also that. the and also the director is Jewish too. I my okay, all right, again. I I watched this on Amazon and you know, just just you know, for the sake of the podcast, I like to sit there, I go in cold, I like mm. to see things as they are, and then you know, do a little bit of a deeper dive afterwards to understand things. I did a little quick pause and I saw the Amazon trivia thing, and I was like, all right, we're just gonna whet the appetite just a wee mm-hmm. bit. I saw the Amazon trivia, which is contrary to the movie. Most, if not all of the actors are practicing Jewish. And I was like, you're kidding me. I was like, I was like, again, again, I'm not saying that 
that that is an issue. I'm just sitting there going like, hey, maybe it's fun. we have it's one. Maybe we have one Christian go. Santa doesn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a lot of like, we'll see as the, the podcast goes on. There's a lot of mentioning of like Jewish traditions throughout this movie. By Jewish tradition, I mean mm-hmm. somebody gets stabbed in the throat with a menorah. And there's a star of David. Classic Jewish tradition. You know. <laughs> it's, you know, it's like, I, I'd say the Yiddish pronunciation, but I don't want to be offensive. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, and this is also, you know, this is also not the first time a wrestler has been in a Christmas movie. Can, can, Mike, can you? Of course can, it's not. Can, can, can you guess? Which other wrestler has been in a Christmas movie? I hope that there's a gotcha moment in that in that Gary Busey in his younger years was a wrestler so that this can be a huge wraparound for us to mention the ginger bro, dead man. Bro, but bro, I don't you, you, think that that's the case. Sorry, can you imagine? Real quick tangent. Can, can you imagine Gary Busey as like a wrestler in the 80s with Hulk Hogan? That would be so fucking cool, guys. Dude, you just see, you just see in the Royal Rumble, Rumble where Rey Mysterio is like on his legendary streak. And you just see the puce come rolling out, just ready to throw the fuck down. But who, who's got more coked out energy? Gary Busey versus the Ultimate Warrior. I want to see those promo battles. I just, I just, so I just want, I just want all of the, all of the WWE wrestlers who we're all, we're not accusing of, but we're all pretty certain that they were, that they were all under some level of cocaine. So we're, we're talking the ultimate warrior. We're talking Busey. We're talking Racho Man Randy Savage, because we all have seen that of him snorting in the, or sniffling in, in that one interview it's i'm so so the so the other wrestler it was hulk hogan was in santa oh. with muscles back the release i think it was in that's, 1995 that's, you got it i I love how little of a shit so many of these people give. They're just like, ah, it's it buff Santa. And you're like, I mean, ah, okay, cool. The Rock's the Tooth Fairy, fuck it. <laughs> but not, but Can it you easy. smell the Novocaine in your mouth? <laughs> but it's not only um, the most, re- there's been some more recent examples of wrestlers being in Christmas movies. For instance, The Miz was in Santa's Little Helper. For those of you know the Miz, I dude, I do I know the fucking Miz. <laughs> you said you said I looked I like him. You said I looked like him for a while, dude. High dude, high school. All right, I. You know what, man? The faux hawk really is one of those hairstyles where it doesn't matter who you are if you're rocking it. And someone, and you meet someone who has a tangential knowledge of WWE, you're gonna get a Miz call out. No one's gonna sit there and go, I'm gonna let this one go undisturbed. They're gonna be like, you're not gonna believe who you look like. <laughs> Listen, well, well, we might talk about the Santa's Little Helper next year, or or maybe another wrestling Christmas movie. But before, but before we get to the drinks, Mike, other than 
the obvious that we talked about at the beginning of this podcast, Stone Cold Steve Austin. What other wrestler do you think could play an evil Santa? Ooh, an evil Santa. Mm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Here. Okay. Okay. Right off firing from the hip. Santa's a big guy. Santa's. Mm-hmm. And of course, it, it the the track with most wrestlers playing Santa, it's got, they have to be like pretty buff or just imposing in general. Mm-hmm. Cure me out. This is a this is a later pick, like a 2010s wrestler, not a not not an attitude era guy, but um okay. the great Kali. I think the great Kali as Santa would be insane. I think this man would just pick people up and throw them like they're baseballs. Interesting pick. He I mean, the great Kali does have acting experience, if you remember Get Smart. Absol- absolutely. I was going to go with a different route. Okay. I was going to go with not the undertaker. For those of you that know the undertaker, but with the undertaker's on screen brother, Kane, the brothers in destruction who, and, and this is true. I called you the Christmas creature earlier in the episode. And that wasn't just, you know, a throwaway line. Kane actually wrestled as a character back in like you know the independent wrestling days as the christmas creature that was his gimmick i i didn't even know that i didn't even know that please tell me there were deep on this dude please don't please tell me that kane ran out dressed as a christmas tree ready to beat people's ass dude fucking look it up fucking look it up right now we'll get your your reactions right here fucking bet fucking bet christmas Creature Kane. I, I gotta see this. I got. Oh my god! So oh Mike, my god! Mike, describe what you see. It's like he's like in a he's like in a in a in a morph suit, but he's wearing like the sleeves that Ronald McDonald has, where it's red and white stripes, and then he's just got like not tinsel, but like that like tinselly stuff that just goes around. And it's wrapped around like he's like he's an X Man. <laughs> Who is? This is wild. I damn. Okay. Wow. I just put you down a rabbit hole now, dude. This is. Oh, it's about to get. Call me Alice. Call me Alice because I'm going down the rabbit hole. So now, Mike, let's get to the ever important question of this podcast. Mm. This movie were a drink. What would it be, and why? Okay, all right. Now, whenever I see a WWE wrestler, outside of, you know, John Cena or The Rock, you know, those ones that broke out to a certain degree, hey, Dave Batista as well, we'll mm-hmm. throw him in. When I see a WWE wrestler on screen, my thought isn't that, wow, okay. This is going to be a really sophisticated movie with a lot of nuances. Mm-hmm. I'm leaving out Dave Batista, John Cena, and The Rock, specifically for those reasons. I think, oh, okay, we're about, okay, cool. The brain can be switched off now. Mm-hmm. So I had to come up with a coinciding sort of cocktail. But it felt that it, I would be doing a disservice to the movie if I only made a cocktail and stopped. So I wanted to make a scenario. 
So follow me on this. Christmas party. You're you're hanging out with it's you and like friends, coworkers, family, I don't know, but you're hanging out with people. It's a party of sorts. And you've got in your hand your what well, what was that Christmas thing you did for four Christmases? The Bud Light Christmas seltzer or whatever? Yeah, well, let me I think yeah, it's you know uh, you don't need to like reference it. I'm just referencing that cuz I think that yeah. you've got a can of your Bud Light Christmas seltzer in your hand. Little bit of eggnog seltzer for you. Mm-hmm. And you're you're having a fine time. You're drinking the eggnog seltzer. You're thinking to yourself, this is this is performing its its intended function and it's not making me sick so yeah sure this is okay and then someone just bumps into you spills it all over the floor Mm-mm. it's done away with and they're like i'm sorry let me make this up to you and you're like cool perfect thanks the only problem is is that when they go they don't go to grab another can they go to the bar cart and you think okay let's see what they can do and then they sit there and go, they start off with, you know, some spice, some spiced, uh, some spiced rum. And you're like, okay, I, right. I don't, I don't know why you'd go with that, but sure, fine. That's okay. And then a little bit of peppermint schnapps. You're like, okay, mm-hmm. Christmassy, that fits. That's fine. And then you see the Swiss Miss hot cocoa mix. Because, you know, hot cocoa on Christmas. Okay, you're losing me. You're starting to lose me. I don't know what you're doing. Whipped, And then you go, okay, well, this is a Christmas thing. Maybe there's a little bit of, like, whipped cream. And then they grab pinnacle whipped vodka, unscrew it, and pour mm. some of that in. And you go, please stop. Please stop. You're adding too much of, too much of the kicker. There's no base to shape this around. And then they grab... And then they grab... Uh, cinnamon, just cinnamon sugar? No. Cinnamon whiskey. Fireball. Pour a little bit of that in. And you're like, please, I'm begging you, stop. And then they just sort of stir it all up and give it to you. And you just sip and go, this is disgusting. This is bad. And this only has one thing. There is, and that's alcohol. (laughs) There is no nuance to this. There's no depth to this. All this is, is a peddling for me to get all this is is a fast track for me to get absolutely wasted and that is this movie okay this is gonna be weird you know what that drink reminded me of it reminded me of your sarah t portrait of a teenage alcoholic drink where it's just fucking alcohol yeah You, you bring up a good point with like it's got all these things that they're just trying there's no base to it there's nothing like mm-hmm. grounding it yeah, exactly. Exactly. There's no there there's no center point to where things can work with each other. It's just all of these ingredients, all of which are centered around the idea of getting you wasted. Now now how how do the individual ingredients kind of link to the movie? See, okay, so the way I'm thinking of it is you have the spiced rum. That's kind of your low brownness to the general movie itself. Because you sure. look at this movie and you don't think, I'm watching No Country for Old Men. You think, mm-hmm, okay, I know what I'm getting into. That, just by itself, that vibe right there, that is the spice drop. And then you get into the sort of 
hot cocoa mix. That that's that general Christmas. That's the general Christmas setting where it's mm-hmm. that sort of after we get out of that intro sequence where it's that sort of flutteriness where it's, oh, it's almost Christmas. I got you these presents. That's I don't know that harken that almost made it feel like it was trying to do that sort of like 80s holiday movies sort of vibe. And that's where mm-hmm. I got the hot cocoa mix. And then we bring in the peppermint schnapps, which is when they all when they're all calling each other motherfuckers and saying really outdated like slurs to each other. That's what yes. I'm like, <laughs> okay, we need some peppermint schnapps in here. Mm-hmm. And then Santa comes fucking in and just starts killing people. And that's where that's where the fireball comes in. Because what the fuck? Why that's is that a, here? I don't no understand. Return. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I'm exactly. That's when that's when I'm, I'm like, all right, whatever the fuck is going on, this cannot be saved. Mm-hmm. And then at the very end, you throw in the pinnacle whipped vodka because you're like, but no, there are angels involved. And it all it all comes together. And you're like, okay. okay. What? <laughs> okay, I I see. I yeah. see it. I, I see. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna save that. I'm gonna save that one. We might we might come back to that one. Save let it, it linger. And let it linger. So interesting. Okay, I believe now for mine. I believe it was an earlier episode where you mentioned mold wine. Mm-hmm. But surprisingly, I don't know why I saw that. I saw mold wine. You know, being a holiday movie. As a holiday drink, I saw that as a base for this movie. Kind of take it as like, a, okay, here I will. I'll start there, and then where do I go from here? So, right. now instead of doing a traditional mold wine, I had I had to do some digging for this one because I don't know why I just felt a calling towards this. Mm-hmm. So, have a traditional mold wine. We are basing this off of the Nordic equivalent of mold wine called Glug. And there are a lot of different like homemade versions, family recipes for this drink. So if it's not exactly, if it's not exact like the mold, the glug that you're familiar with, and we're missing something, then that's probably why homemade recipe, different ways to make the thing. So the recipe I'm basing this off of is making it for like you and a friend, like you and a, mm-hmm. a small group of people. So take that into account that hey, you can enjoy this drink with a friend. You can torture yourself with friends. So. Start off, red wine. Mm-hmm. Go out and get some three buck chuck. That the red wine, oh. three buck chuck, Oof. whole bottle. Pour the whole like get it, get it like a stainless steel pot. Pour the red wine in, whole bottle. Next, go out, grab a ruby port. Hell, make it a kosher ruby port because kosher wine's apparently a thing that I didn't know about until tonight. <laughs> oh, we got, Ohio. <laughs> we got we got Goldberg as Santa Claus. Like, why not half a bottle of ruby port? Next, some type of liquor. Some people might say, oh, cognac, rum, whiskey. What do I say? I say we get whiskey. It's a manly mm-hmm. man playing a killer Santa Claus. <laughs> let's let's say Jack Daniels. About, about six ounces of Jack. Throw that in there. Seven if you're feeling spicy. Oh. Now, what you're supposed to do is use an assortment of spices like cardamom pods, cloves, cinnamon, raisins, oranges, you the, like you put them into like a little um what's what's the name of that thing 
a um an like infuser? a infuser, not an infuser, like a, like a cheese, like a cheese bag, like a cheese bag or some, oh, cheesecloth. Yeah, cheese, cheesecloth. That's what it is. You put them all in. You put it in cheesecloth. You drop it in. Pull the raisins. Like there's a whole series of steps that you do to make this cocktail. Then you light it on fire, drop some sugar in, and then you know mm. we're, we're not going to do all that. We're not going to do that. However, that does sound very delicious, and I might try to make some this holiday season. Yeah, but that sounds nice. So instead of like pouring sugar in, what we're going to do is we're going to use motherfucking cotton candy because there was a strip oh. club in this movie, and oh. there was a one of the strippers might have been named Cotton Candy. I actually don't think so, but fuck it. You know what? Cotton candy is our sugar. Drop that in. Sure. Now go out and grab a piece of bread. Okay. Now, for, sorry, I actually missed a step. So let me go back. Before you, after you put your Jack Daniels in, you're supposed to put it on a stainless, you're supposed to put it in a stainless steel pot, put it in the stove, warm it up, and don't boil it. Instead of boiling or, you know, putting it on a stovetop, what we're going to do is we're going to go out and get a big ass fucking microwave because we're not going to, you know, we're not going to boil it. We're not going to steam it on top of a, a stove. Put that shit in the microwave, warm it up until it's, you know, warm enough. Then that was when I was supposed to be talking about all of the assortment of spices. So, boom, sugar, cotton candy, boom, that's it. What do we need next? So, go out, grab a piece of bread, deli store, mm-hmm. wheat bread. Drop that in your oh, yeah. warm wine whiskey mix. There's a deli in this movie for some fucking reason. Hell, throw in some of your favorite deli spices while you're at it. Why not? And let's throw in some tofu as well. Because we got some bland fucking lead characters in this movie. Drop it in. Now we want to mix all of that up. Pop it in the microwave until that shit's nice and warm. Now, we got our stainless sleigh. Glug. Now, pour yourself out a glass, and why not? You, you got the bread. It's been soaking in it anyways. Why not have that as your appetizer? Fuck it. But something's missing. We're, like, almost there. W- w- wouldn't you say? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're, we're, we're halfway there, as Bon Jovi would say. We're, we're, we're almost there. This is important, because we got skeet shooting and curling. They mm-hmm. focus on one of the lead's dads being into, like, guns, A weird amount of time. Like quintessential Canadian shit. The one last thing you're going to put in your glass of glug is a return of a favorite item from an episode that we did not that long ago. We're dropping in some motherfucking Coors Light in there, dude. A good nice second pour. And boom. That's the drink. I I will say this. I think I think I don't, I don't think there's a lot of competition here when I say that is that's the most complicated drink we have had so far on the cast. That is there are there that was a few steps, but that was a few steps, buddy. Like the the I like the the pour in the wine, pour in the 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 kosher port, then the inclusion of cotton candy and sugar and cheesecloth and heating in the microwave and whiskey don't, don't forget, and then tofu. There you go. There you, I was about to say, I can't forget the tofu <laughs> because that is there for a reason. <laughs> like, I, I, like, I understand the thought process. You, you were very meticulous about that, but I was like, yeah, I think that's, there's a crowding achievement on this podcast. It's the most intricate, intricate drink. This was this was a drink I was actually weirdly proud of that I came because like I had to yeah. do 
digging to find like okay because oh, also yeah. there is a there is a weird nordic thing with this movie too that we'll get into but the inclusion oh. of Glug, i don't know yeah i, I was like i like yeah instead of yeah it's like you found Glug, <laughs> this this nordic mold wine equivalent which i'm like all right word so guys go out and grab yourself your your Santa's sleigh glug. Spend I don't know three hours trying to fucking make the thing, and <laughs> let's talk about Santa's sleigh glug. Bam! Right into it. Joy to the world starts like startles us into this movie as we see the exterior of a mm-hmm. Christmas house, and we meet this family sitting around the Christmas dinner table. And, you know, does it really matter who any of them are? The mom looks like she's 40 and her kids look like they're in their, like, mid-20s. Their mom has a sister named Gwen or some shit. There's a creepy husband or some shit. We got, I don't know, grandpa who roasts his daughter's Christmas turkey. And Gwen's husband's having an affair with Gwen's sister or, I don't know, because looking on IMDb, they all share the same last name, so it's a little bit confusing the, in, in that way. The crazy thing about this, the crazy thing about this opening scene, is how densely packed the lore is for this family in such a minuscule amount of time. The husband is having an affair. the The dad is the dad's dissing the the daughter question marks cooking uh and also james khan is the dad or the old man from uh, james khan if you don't know uh is the is the uh is buddy the elf's dad in elf uh (laughs) and then fran drescher the nanny is is playing the daughter it's it's very quick it it is so fast so yeah so then they sit around the table and they say grace and mm-hmm. beth i think that's the name of one of the daughters Probably. she she thanks god for this is what she says not making them poor or samoan mexican just- pharmaceuticals and the latest m class oh man oh that's that's it's- not good yeah, it's you know what? Hey, the movie, you know what? I applaud the movie for making these people not likable. They didn't sit there and the movie, the movie didn't sit there and turn to you and go, they grow. The movie was like, no, they suck. And and you don't want them to be here. <laughs> By just dunking on the Samoans. What the Samoans do? Dude, the what? Samoans are just chilling. Dude, they gave us the rock. Yeah, hell yeah. Like I thought this movie would be thankful for the rock, but instead they're dunking on him. (laughs) I bet they can't smell what he's cooking. (laughs) Instead of of Goldberg bursting through, it's just the rock bursting through. Oh my god. And he's just he's just sitting there, just comes through and he's like and he's like and he like starts I is is Samoan a language? I think Samoan's the language. I'm gonna, dude. I this we may have to we may have to cut this out if I just if I just really just if I just really just outed my okay. Nope, it's a language. Boom. Yes, I thought it was. 
<laughs> you ever, Dude, you ever you, just you ever, saved yourself. You ever just have those moments where you just oh unknowingly step onto a tightrope and have to and have to get to the other side? And it's like you what? either you can't you can't really get off. You just kind of gotta just keep moving with it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it's just instead of Nordic, it's in this this whole movie just has Samoan undertones. <laughs> I I'd watch that movie. I hell, hell yeah. I'd watch the fuck out of that That's, movie. So that sounds awesome. So Beth is saying some more shit. We can't really hear it because we get a rumble. What's going on? Something's in the chimney. And I know it's we not made the this royal joke. variety. I know we, I know we've made this joke <laughs> about people Kool-Aiding man into rooms like Leatherface. And I'm sure there have been other episodes, but I just can't think of anything else other than Leatherface. Goldberg as Santa quite literally Kool-Aid man's himself through the chimney. This is like the Quinn when I now when I think of Kool-Aid man, I'm gonna think of Bill Goldberg fucking charging through a chimney into some house. That's that's gonna be a really tough conversation to have with friends when they're like, oh yeah, like remember the Kool-Aid man? And you're just like, oh yeah, Bill Goldberg. And they're like, excuse me? Like, now no, I'm just no. thinking I'm just, now I'm just thinking of all of the commercials from our childhood with the Kool-Aid man, but with Bill Goldberg in a pitcher of Kool-Aid. He just, just be- busts through and starts just starts yelling at everyone as he's pouring them like glasses of Kool-Aid. Listen, as you like as you're sitting there, as, as like the commercial is going on, you just hear in the distance his WWE theme song coming and people just oh, yeah. Goldberg. And- Goldberg, and he bursts through the door and starts fucking fucking people up. You just see, they're just like a bunch of kids at recess, and then like usually when the teacher like whistles for the kids to come in, the the teacher just cups their like hands together and starts going Goldberg, Goldberg. (laughs) I'm here for this. I'm here for this podcast. So after after. Santa Bill does whatever the fuck, you know, Kool-Aid man is now. A weird line I wanted to point out, and I'm not the first person to point out how weird one of these characters says Santa and then makes a weird like <laughs> gurgling sound with our mouth. Do you remember that? I Yes, yes, okay. I do. What, I'm so what, glad you mentioned that. I what was the fuck was I, that. I I literally I literally backed up because I went, I must have that must have been like an audio glitch. But it literally literally one of the girls goes goes Santa and then the camera holds and then she just goes Argh. I was like, what the f- what? I don't know why like i don't know why somebody would make that fucking sound what was that sound i i i I can't we're not even doing it justice you guys need to go out there and look and like look this shit up because i don't know it's like weird it's like her throat had like an aneurysm or something or a vocal cord yeah exactly work yeah it's 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 just it, it sounded like I I don't I I can't even yeah it sounded like it sounded like she was like 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 gargling on like mouthwash or something like it was just oh, like, it was like no it's not, it's not like she was gargling on mouthwash but she put like 
what's that one thing that like musicians will use when they put it in their mouth that makes like wow 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 you know what i'm talking about oh yeah like a, vo- yeah, like a voice box like a voice box yeah that a voice box her, that she put in her mouth while she was gargling mouth that's the fucking that's the exact <laughs> sound that she made that's exactly <laughs> Dude, somewhere a Foley artist is like doing backflips. Like, it's like, what did I think of that? He's like, ah, damn it. Because I've been crunching celery for the past three hours. So getting away from whatever the fuck this weird sound was, Goldberg is like, yes, Virginia, there is a Santa Claus. And then hell breaks loose because Goldberg fucking... Punt kicks a puppy, then stabs grandpa in the hands with fucking size, I think. And one woman faints onto a stake and slices her throat. Virginia, the Goldberg burns Virginia's hair. One of the other people then sidekicks the dude into a trophy case, drowns Virginia in eggnog, throws a star on top of the tree like a ninja star at the other daughter. Force feeds grandpa a turkey leg and then stabs it in his throat. And that's our opening scene. We go right next to our title it's, card. Um, it is. There's no. It's. Oh, my God. <sighs> it's not. See, again, when I think of intros to movies that are like. That are like fast, that really like are like a punch in the face in terms of intensity. I think of like the intro sequence to like Pulp Fiction or Enter the Void. Like those ones that you're just watching that like it, like after the intro is done, you're like, holy shit, what was that? But all of those don't start crazy immediately. It, there's there's some base level of build up, even within the tiny little intro sequence. This movie literally is just like, no warm up, no nothing. Just fucking rushes in. Well, and I think part of the reason for that is because this movie is ridiculously short. Oh like, yeah, it's it is an hour, and I want to I want to make sure I get this right. Let me see if let me see if I can find it. Find it. Find it. I think it's like an an hour and eighteen minutes. You, that's it whoa that Jesus is a Christ. short movie that i knew it was so short great. but i didn't think it was that short holy shit this podcast will probably be longer than this movie oh so, yeah i'm betting on it <laughs> so take with that what you will so boom title card santa's sleigh and we have a title sequence which you know it goes on for a while especially considering how short that this movie is and then eventually we see our town hell town mm-hmm. On Christmas Eve. Yes, this town is called Helltown. Take with that what you I will. Guess they're in, I, guess, I guess they're in hell, Michigan. That always blows my mind that there's a that someone was like, hey, I'm going to name this town hell. <laughs> Dude, imagine, imagine how much that guy must have hated <laughs> that place. The fact that that they're like that he's like he's like I hate this place I hate everyone in it my wife was I found out my wife was cheating on me here I threw away my my good cushiony life back in Europe for this I you know what this place is hell and then all of the residents were just like that's a pretty good name actually I was like oh yeah well, cool you know maybe they have a high school 
hell hell Helltown demons hell or some shit. Hell high. That no, that's dude. That's that little sound, bit- dude. If that if that does not sound like oh, what's it? What's that really ridiculous? Uh, Riverdale. If that doesn't sound like a really like crappy Riverdale spinoff, like I don't know what does. I don't know. I, I don't want to go down the Riverdale rabbit hole on this podcast. So we go to a deli, and this kid's working the counter, and his name is Nick. And an old lady is giving him hell about ordering some food. And also, well, side note, Nicholas, he was in The Bye-Bye Man, a movie that I have a feeling we may cover at some time. And he was also in Ouija. Not Ouija oh, Origin Evil, yeah. but he was also in the, in the first 2014, I believe, Ouija. Hell yeah, he was in Ouija. We, we might see him again. So this old woman calls his granddad a lunatic. Nick has the attitude of every high schooler working a job is like, bro, I don't get paid enough for this shit. So the lady gets her fucking roast beef sandwich and says something like, it's Merry Christmas, not Happy Holidays. Um, go, you know, you gentra fuckers or some shit like that. Calls it's, a girl a whore and then tells people to fuck off and then she just fucking dips. I, I, dude, if I had a nickel for every time I had to, I, I understand that vibe so much. Not the old woman. Fuck that old woman. The the worker, the main character, who's sitting there just listening to this old woman just yell and talk and just talk shit to this kid who's getting paid like five bucks an hour to like make sandwiches. He's just like, bro, I I cannot. I I don't care. I do not care. He's like, he's what, like what you he's have like, to say. You're lucky I'm he's like I'm, you're lucky I'm serving the food in front of you, else I would spit in it. He's like, you are lucky I am sober right now. <laughs> if I if I was on if I was on the Coke I wish I was on, it would be over for you. So Next scene, we follow Mrs. Talbot. That was the old lady in the previous scene. And she's out driving like a senior citizen, smoking a cigarette. And we see Goldberg riding his sleigh. But not, it's like he's behind this woman's car. And then he quotes his favorite ludicrous song at her. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, you know move, you, bitch, move. get out the way. <laughs> I was really hoping you weren't going to get that. Right? And you're like, wait, what? I was like, I was really hoping you weren't going to get that. Yeah, yeah, I'm saying, hey, man, I, I know my, I know, my, I know my, my ludicrous. Is that a good thing? Sure, fuck I'd, it. If it's like 2006, <laughs> when this movie came out, so, so yeah, mm. he's writing a sleigh. Goldberg quotes his favorite ludicrous song, and then he, Goldberg, Santa Bill hits her car. By the way, his. Slay is being pulled pulled by a buffalo, and then it fucking launches her car into the air, and then she dies. All right, he's eight. Why he's he's riding his sleigh, which the movie later confirms can fly, but he's riding it along the road, like like is. You know what that felt like? Why is yeah? What it felt like when you're playing a video when you're playing like Grand Theft Auto, mm-hmm. and you're trying to drive like a you know like a person on the road. Okay, but then every other car is just driving so slow, so it's like oh fuck this, and you just like I don't know, go around the car and then like run off the road, maybe kill some people along the way, and get in your helicopter <laughs> and fly away. 
you just said that yeah you're like you're like you know what fuck this and you like hop the curb drive like shoot the person that was that was slowing you down and keep driving <laughs> like, that was that energy i was getting mm-hmm. yeah it's just it's also like he could fly away like he's just he just chose to be petty which i in a weird way i respect the hell out of we respect you santa bill so next scene we're back at the deli mr green the owner of the deli gives nick and this other girl mac christmas gifts and the girl gets a snow globe and nick gets a clock that can tell time in every time zone such a thanks boss That's like, that's literally like, that's literally like your dad being like, why don't you open it up, champ? And you're like, okay, what is it, dad? And he goes, I got you an abacus. And you're like, you're like, dad, I, dad, I'm not paying for your retirement. (laughs) I'm putting you in a home. Oh, damn it. You stole my joke. (laughs) I knew knew you were jumping to it. (laughs) So, so the kids leave and Mr. Green is putting up his menorah. So next scene, we got Nick and Mac. They get in Mac's car and they drive off. And we see one of those like Santa's ringing the Santa's that ring the bell in the background. Is that important later? We'll have to fucking wait and see. By the way, this one girl, Mac, I wanted to mention this. You know who she is? She is fucking hmm. Claire from Lost. No. She was one. Of the, she was one she, Yep, she was one, she was Claire She's and Lost. Claire from Lost? Wait. And the weird the thing I find weird about that is that Lost came out in 2004. Like the first season came out in 2004. And this movie came out in 2005. Dude, and I'm like what? you do not have to be in this movie. Yeah, we You're kidding me. Yes, yeah, she is. What? You Okay, all right. Hey. Uh Emily? Uh what did you lose a bet? What happened? You could have done so much cooler shit. But all right. <laughs> fucking right. Whatever. Yeah, she she was at fucking lost. Like, I mean, yeah, she could have fought for some better roles. That's all I'm saying. So yeah, they so yeah. Mac and Nick are driving, listening to some like Christmas hip hop, and Mac is like, hey, you don't like Christmas, do you? And Nick is like, no, it's not my thing. I never got the presents I wanted. That's our character development that we'll be getting with these people. So love it. Next scene. Love it. Nick is back at home, enters his house after undoing like three fucking locks that goes on for like, I don't know, like 20 to 30 seconds. Okay. And all right. I, he's look. This you got something to say. This, I, I have something to say. This, okay. This movie does the lock scene, the locking and unlocking of the door. And this is all, you know what? You can totally chalk it up. Gen Z brain, whatever the hell you want. But like, I swear to God, I was like, I was, this was so, un- the first time they did it, I was like, okay, that was unnecessary, but point taken. The grandpa is really mm-hmm. like freaky when it comes to security. And then they do it again. And then they do it again. And then they do it a fourth time. And I was like, by the fourth, by the by by number two, I was like, this is a narr- unnecessary. By number three, I went, for the love of God, stop. <laughs> Listen, it would have been funny if when he was like unlocking it, 
it's just more locks kept getting added every time so it would just take oh longer <laughs> that would be see, some like just, airplane level comedy you just see you just see you just see a massive like wooden like drill hole come in and then he just loops a lock in and just slams the lock and goes sorry bud you never be too safe it's like he's gotta like do like an like, eye scan or some shit it's, it's a fingerprint scanner it's like it is literally like a, a locksmith's version of like looney tunes so getting away from this weird locking thing that this movie has nick is home he's looking for his grandpa and he can't find him but then the power goes out so nick grabs a flashlight and goes looking through his house down into the basement looking around then he gets jump scared by his grandpa who drops some light bulbs now about grandpa robert culp that's the actor this isn't his first killer santa claus movie is it is it is it santa with muscles no it's not santa with santa with muscles isn't a killer isn't a <laughs> murderous santa movie but that would be so cool seeing hulk hogan crush people's head with his arms as santa claus <laughs> <laughs> be so cool but no okay so who what, what was it it was silent night deadly night three better watch out they, they made a third silent night deadly night they made a i think they made a fourth one you gotta be kidding me and just the oh. podcast listeners just hear us typing I was about to say, like, this is, I feel so bad. It's just like, I just there, there are really there are there are five of them and a remake. God, kidding! I didn't know about the remake that came out in twenty twelve. How do you how do you make more after Silent Night Deadly Night Part Two? That's all I gotta ask. What? But but that's not the most interesting yeah. thing. You want to know who else? Is in that Silent Night, Deadly Night Part 3 movie? Who? It's motherfucking Shop Top. We got Bill Mosley somehow adjacently related to Santa's sleigh. You know, you know, it's a broken, broken record of a dead horse. But you know what I'm doing? I'm breaking out my shovel and digging up his fucking dead horse and Grab my back because we're gonna beat it again. It's the 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 net grows thicker. The 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 messed up at midnight, like six Web. degrees, is the, it, it just it grows the the muam coup deepens continues. <laughs> Eat shit, DC and Marvel. Listen, I you guys know I can't go with like if chop if we got chop top somehow related to something we gotta mention that you got give us a break guys come on absolutely man. absolutely Bill Mo- Bill Mosley's too valuable to ignore but getting back to Santa's sleigh we got we got grandpa and grandpa's got a bunker and is an inventor so pretty much what would happen if Doc Brown was in Silent Night Deadly Night so. Nick is just what Nick is just standing around like, dude, again, grandpa, you're doing this shit. Nick picks up a nutcracker that his grandpa made that also doubles as a gun that like shoots chestnuts, which I'm definitely <laughs> sure will come back to. So grandpa shows Nick his bunker. 
So, sorry, a, do you have something to say? Weird, that's such a weird goddamn sentence. It's a it's a nutcracker that shoots chestnuts that we're gonna get back to. Like, how is that? How is that word? How how do you circle back to that? Oh, what? oh, we will. This movie does. This <laughs> strap in, listeners. So, Grandpa shows Nick his bunker. And I really I'm I'm sitting here thinking like, OK, is this gonna, is this movie going to be panic room, but with Santa Claus? Because if that's the case, I'm here. I like panic room. Let's fucking go. <laughs> panic Claus. Panic Claus. Santa, Santa Claus four. panic room. <laughs> Santa Claus. Santa Claus four. Santa Claus has a panic disorder. <laughs> Santa Claus five. Uh, Santa has a panic attack. Oh no, that's just really depressing. <laughs> it's just re- <laughs> so yeah. Next scene, we're outside with one of those like Santas that's ringing the bell. Except it's not a Santa that's ringing the bell. It's motherfucking Goldberg who's getting mugged. Except he's not getting mugged anymore because Santa Bill fucking murders this guy in the middle of the street, throws his body in a dumpster, and then we go on to the next scene. Random killing. <laughs> Fuck it. It's just it's un unnecessary violence unnecessary but necessary violence so next scene Absolutely. nick asks his grand nick, we're back with nick and his grandpa nick asks his grandpa why he hates christmas grandpa responds by farting in nick's face because we have to have some of those jokes in this movie and grandpa's just like hey you need to be careful of what you ask santa for this year nick has the nick has the response with are we jewish grandpa's like follow me <laughs> I, I like I, I love this granddad. Not only not only is he like is he like a great value like Christopher Lloyd, but he also sits there and like answers by ripping ass and then when he's asked a very straight a uh, uh, a sentence that a question that feels like it shouldn't be a question that a 16-year-old asks. Instead of giving him a straight up answer and then following it up with an explanation of said answer, he just goes, let me show you something, kiddo. So yeah, Grandpa shows Nick a secret safe that's filled up with a book and military and a military badge. Only it's not the military, it's something else. We might get back to that later. So Grandpa breaks out like the Christmas Necronomicon and speaks and Grandpa he speaks like Nordic. Apparently Nick can read Norse too, for some reason. So grandpa <laughs> unexplained. He's given backstory about immaculate conception and the birth of Santa, who is a child of Satan. Um, something, something sag of Mord or the day of slang. People pray to God for protection, but this exposition gets interrupted by the doorbell. So grandpa leaves. Nick picks up the book. And Grandpa goes upstairs um, to see and answers the door to see Mac at the door. And she comes in. And Mac's like, hey, we brought you some fresh Wolverine to eat. I. Oh, yeah. Awesome. I, Christmas I tradition just, in Canada. It's well, he leave it. Well, the weird thing is, is he lifts it up and it's and literally there is a fly buzzing noise. As he opens up the, the 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 paper plate of Wolverine meat, and it's like she killed it outside of a Dollar General or some shit. Yeah, exactly. It's not like it's not like it was some 
wild game that was hunted down meticulously in the night. It, no, it literally, the movie makes it like, it just paints it as if she just like went out back behind Walmart and just said, and just like was like, and just started whistling. <laughs> like, it's just. It's something. It's something. It's, I, I don't, yeah. I, it's, this movie has so many moments that I've just sat there and just gone, <clears throat> what? I, okay. <laughs> so yeah, Grandpa's like, oh, okay, well, we'll go put this with the rest of our food. So he leaves. Then Mary tells Nick, like, hey, I got you something. And then tosses Nick a fucking handgun that she got him for Christmas. Only it's not a handgun. It's, um, I'm trying to think of the best way to describe it. It's like, it's a Republican transformer that, like, <laughs> transforms from a, a gun into a transformer. <laughs> the NRA and the transform and, and what's it, was it Hasbro or whatever? They collaborated. Yeah. <laughs> they did a collab. And they're, like, introducing, introducing Glocktimus Prime, the Glock 17 transformer. <laughs> It's just, oh my God. dude, God. fucking <laughs> Sam went wiki. We must take back our nation. Wait, wait, wait. Does that mean that uh, Goldberg is like Megatron? <laughs> you just gonna just it's, spear and jackhammer just this it's, gun transformer? It's Democratron. Democratron. <laughs> Okay, so yeah, we just turned into a political podcast, which is not what we're trying to do. So, hey everybody, hey everybody, welcome back to Chapo Trap House, where we discuss. <laughs> so, getting away from whatever the fuck that was. Next scene, we're at a church. Pastor, he's preaching something about charity as a collection plate is being passed around. Next scene, pastor is parking somewhere on the phone with his wife, and of course, pastor going to a strip club. Are we surprised? It's, it's man, it's so it's so unsurprising. Honestly, at change, this point, the more yeah. they stay the same. Bars, <laughs> fucking just bars. So Santa Bill comes and parks his sleigh with his evil buffalo. He tries to enter, but the bouncer is like, "Hey, stop right there!" And he's and Goldberg is like, "Do you know who I am?" And fucking kills the guy, and then goes in. <laughs> on probably the loneliest night you could possibly go to a strip club. So inside Goldberg's looking around and sees strippers, the workers, and you know, the pastor on a Christmas Eve Goldberg kisses a stripper. He forgot you can look, but you can't touch, but the mistletoe was mm-hmm. there. So take with that what you will. So Santa, you know, he's in this, the world's loneliest bar fight on Christmas Eve with the bouncers. he, Starts fighting people, killing them. He cleans the stripper pole before touching it for some reason, then breaks it off, <laughs> kicks the guy in the nuts, and then kills the guy with it by stabbing him with with the stripper pole, and then oh, and then hitting a light and electrocuting him. It's this this fight scene is a weird one. It's, it's a weird one. It's just just strange. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just. It's just weird. That's all I can really say. I can't really like paint it in any other way other than I sat there and went, okay. Well, one interesting thing I got to point out about this particular scene was that Goldberg, like the 
person, Bill Goldberg, actually ended up meeting his wife on the set of this movie. And it was in this scene. Ah. And I want to re- I want to read a, qu- a quote from an article I got from uh, Bloody Disgusting about meeting his wife. So she was doing stunts. This is what Goldberg's saying. He was doing stunts. It was a strip club scene. I got into the strip joint. There's like 50 naked girls there. And who do I come out with as my wife? The only girl who had clothes on. I'm Santa Claus. I come into the place. I kill a couple of people on my way in. Then the bartenders and a couple of patrons don't like it very much. So they chase me through the bar. I hop up on the table. Then I hop up onto a swing. Well, she's sitting on the swing. So I'm in an extremely precarious position, uh, eh, precarious situation. If you would look at the logistics of me hanging from the swing, she's sitting on the swing. Then I was very uncomfortable. And being Goldberg, I mean, you're supposed to be the guy, right? So I'm sweating more now, more than I am now. I couldn't even look up at her. And she taps me on the shoulder and she goes, you're all right, buddy. And I said, yeah, I'm fine. But I couldn't look up, obviously, because, you know, her her um, her legs are over his shoulders. (laughs) I was like, I was was like, I was like, you'll get there, bud. You'll get there. (laughs) No. And and she says, usually before a guy, usually before a guy and I get this close, he buys me a beer first. And I look up to her and I said, I love you. I'm like, that's wholesome. That is so wholesome. That's, that is, that's, you know what? From you know what? It is. It is very wholesome that that like this that Goldberg found his wife from this stupid fucking movie, and that is an admittedly very like very like sweet thing that he was like so goddamn nervous, like swing on a swing like that, basically having her in a power bomb position. <laughs> Oh my god, I was taking a drink, dog. <laughs> he was and he was power bombs. And then he just fucking power bombs his wife or some shit. Dude, I would just he just sits he sits there. He get off the swing. Oh my god, that was great. Oh yeah, no, I think we really did well on that scene. Then he RKO's her. <laughs> <laughs> no, he hits a stone cold stunner spear and jackhammer. That's what he's doing. Yes. <laughs> so yeah. Um yeah, electrocutes a man. Then Santa makes some type of fucking hell grenade, sets the place ablaze, and then walks out while topless women run. So Goldberg goes outside. His buffalo vomits up a valet hat. Guess buffalo killed the valet, sure. And then he dips. So next scene. Back with Nick, Mary, and Grandpa. And they're watching, like, I don't fucking know, like, monster trucks or some shit. So Grandpa's like, yo, I'm going to bed. <laughs> like, all right, bet. So he goes up. So he leaves. Mary and uh, sorry, Mac and Nick talk about Nick's odd grandpa. Nick has a meltdown, I think, about his odd grandpa, and he's acting. <laughs> he's doing something it's, here. He's he's you know what? I, the word acting could in fact be used for this scene. I don't know. I personally call it that. I it it is. He's he doing something. He, he's doing something. Something is occurring. Yeah, and then Mac just Mac dips, and Nick watches her walk away, and then she drives off. So, next scene. Nick is in the living room and gets back to reading the Santa Nomicon or some shit. So we go inside the book for more exposition, and then the movie suddenly turns into 
a Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer special with puppets and stop motion being introduced. It's, this threw me this for a fucking was, loop. This was jarring. Jarring. Because up till this point, I was like, okay, cool, dumb, lazy movie. And then they break out the fucking, the fucking stop motion complete. With all of the, like, all of the, like, really, like, shoddy, like, animation with, like, the little, like, not claymation. I, I, they are probably, like, wooden or something like that. Mm-hmm. But, like, but, like, puppet styles. Like, they did in, in like, in, like, a, like, Jack Frost, like, uh, Frosty the Snowman, like, Rudolph, all of those. It was a degree where I'm, like, I'm, like, I'm, like, man, I wish that we... I I would be happier if this was the style for the movie. It but would, it's not. It would fit for in a weird way. But I, see, it's just so fucking jarring. So from it, live action motion when it hasn't been set up has, at all. It has no setup and it has no reason to be involved in the movie. What I'm saying is if we picked up that piece, snipped it from the movie, removed it, and put it onto YouTube, I'd be like, oh, okay, stupid fucking plot, mm-hmm. but you know, I like the, you know, all right, fine. But it's from, but because it's in the movie, I'm like, what on earth is going on? Like, what the hell is this? So the plot of this bit is a, a, an old man who's encountering Santa fishing or bullying some elves. The old man challenge, basically challenges Santa to a game of curling. Get the rock closest to the ice fishing hole without going in. And the bet goes... If the old man loses, he'll be sent to hell. If the old man wins, the day of slang will turn into a day of joy for all for a thousand years. Yay. Santa's like, bet. Santa goes first and gets pretty close, but then the old man comes in and knocks Santa's rock into the hole and wins. But that was exactly 1,000 years ago. So now the bet is off. So next Mm -hmm. scene. Nick is looking on like... I don't know, discount Google Hoo search for a Santa tracker. It's called, yeah, it's called Hoo which is that is like movie. That is like that is like budget like movie for like we're too broke to actually use a search engine. So we're just going to use this, whatever this is. We it's can't even got it's even it's got the fucking voice thing where it's like, you know, the old Yahoo thing. It'd be like, mm-hmm. Yahoo. And it's like, here it's like, who ya? <laughs> we can't afford ask.com. Dude. <laughs> ask Jeeves, who? <laughs> so, yeah, so they, Nick finds a Santa tracker, and Nick asks the chat feature, like, hey, is this real? And the chat feature is like, how old are you? He's like, I'm 16. He's like, no, dummy. And then Nick is like, hey, fuck this. I'm going to bed. So, next scene <laughs> Christmas Day. Santa Bill runs through and destroys a nativity scene driving right through it. Doesn't matter, though. We're going on to the next scene. We go to a random family <laughs> where the nine-year-old boys can say, can we open our motherfucking presents now? And the parents and grandpa are like, fuck yeah, y'all can go right ahead. They just cuss up a motherfucking storm. So the kids open their presents and they fucking explode. Hell yeah. Fuck them kids. This is, I, first off, Fuck them kids. Second off, this this like duo of scenes is so just 
this is where this is where my I feel like my cocktail shines, where it's it has no relation to anything other than it involves a character that happens to be an antagonist. It is just needlessly. It is just needless, completely needless. And it's also got Bill Goldberg just smacking the shit out of a nativity scene, which is just like, which I'm just like, hey, all right, it's what, <laughs> and then, and then just like, yeah, these kids, these kids talk like they're in a cod lobby. Like, <laughs> I'm like, what the hell? I dude, I fucking love it. Next scene, we're back at the church with the pastor, and he's given exposition because there was a, apparently a tragic fire that took place at the heathenistic eyesore strip club. Let us pray for their salvation. Word. The, the old the old PR tour. <laughs> I'm like, word. Next scene. Back at the deli. Santa Bill knocks on the door, and Mr. Green is like, yo, we're closed. But that's not gonna do for old. Billy Goldberg, who punches through the door and enters. And Mr. Green's like, yo, what the fuck's going on? So he starts throwing nuts at him for some reason. And Goldberg's like, oh, I see your nuts. And I raise you a can of ginger ale and then says, bitch, I'm Goldberg and fucking spears Mr. Green through the fucking he, deli counter. Like torpedoes through the deli counter, through the glass, over the deli meats, and through the other glass. That and was just, his wrestling was, finisher. It's, oh, it's so awesome. And then he fucking grabs the menorah that Mr. Green had put out and like not not light for some reason, but I, I don't know. But then he just grabs it and then just spears it through his neck. Hell dude, yes, dude. It's it was it. That's that. My, Mike fucking described it perfectly. So Goldberg, after he kills Mister Green, he gets something to eat and then sees a picture hanging on the wall, then leaves the store. So next scene, we get a quick little glimpse of Goldberg passing some Orthodox Jews out walking, and Goldberg snarls and then keeps walking. Doesn't fucking matter. Weird, weirdly anti-Semitic, but all right. <laughs> Strange. <laughs> that's, that's, didn't know Santa was such an asshole, huh? So next scene. Nick stops at a gas station that's being run by motherfucking Tiny Lister. What the fuck is he doing fucking in this fucking- Tiny Lister, a.k.a. Devo, is in this movie. Straight chilling. And I went, excuse me? Why is he here? And his purpose is quite literally nothing, really. Because, like, Nick Nick gets some gum, and and Nick is like, oh, I haven't seen you around. And Tiny's like, no, there was too much violence back where I'm from. And then we hear something over a police scanner and Nick is like, oh, my God, that's at the deli. And then he dips. And that's all we see a motherfucking tiny Lister. So then Nick arrives at the deli to see Mr. Green dead. So what do you do when you come across a crime scene? You start touching everything that is in there. So he tries to remove, I, the, remove the menorah from Green's I neck. Love, love this all, kid. Love this kid. Not, not the brightest bulb. But you know what? He tries to shine the hardest. Yeah, so, that is true. 
So it turns out Mr. Green is alive and he's like, Santa Claus is real. And Nick, Nick, Nick says this. I thought you people didn't believe in Santa Claus. You're like, oh, you then he, people. So then Mr. Green thinks about it, like how he's going to retort, and then he fucking dies. And my the, favorite. Oh, no. My no, favorite thing. Uh, I, I, well, and then the police show up. And I just want to say this right now. The way Mr. Green dies is it's not like he's going, Santa Claus, he's real. And he's, he's, and then he like dies. It literally goes, Santa Claus is real. And the kid goes, but I thought you people didn't believe in that. And then it looks like he sees the cops coming and he goes, and he just plays dead. It's the fucking worst. It's so bad. He's like, not my problem. Okay, bye. Yeah, no, literally. He's like, he's like, it's not my problem right now. The police come, see the scene. One of the Orthodox Jews said that they saw Santa and the police were like, hey, Nick, you're at the scene of the crime. We're taking you in for questioning. I'm like, OK, that makes you're sense. Like, that's that, that's, that's valid. pretty valid. That's pretty valid. And then one of the cops, the cops say, what about these Amish looking people? Sure, we'll take them in, too. They were just on the sidewalk. But you know what? Sure. Why not? We don't see him Love. again for the rest of this movie. Love this. Love love that. Love that. What about the Amish people? Sure. Fuck it. Let's round them up. It's like, huh? Like, what did the Amish, what did the Amish do? They're, They're not even Amish. Their own business. They're not even Amish. They're Orthodox Jews. <laughs> I love it. What about, what about these idiots? <laughs> Like, you mean you mean the Hasidic Jews that were minding their own business? So, next scene, police station. Nick calls Mac to come pick him up. The police captain wants to speak to Nick. So Nick goes in and talks to the captain who's dressed like Santa. The captain's like, hey, explain yourself. Explain the Santa man. Nick is like, yo, it's Santa Claus, I swear. Look. And then he pulls out this time zone clock thing. It says, this should all end by 7 p.m. That's North Pole time. Sound like a fucking crazy person. Captain responds in kind by saying, yo, I don't want to hear it. Nick is like, wait, but my granddad, the captain's like, you know what? No, fuck you. Fuck your crazy granddad. Get the fuck out of here. So Nick leaves. When he leaves, Mm -hmm. some of the officers, they're mapping out the crime and like the way that it's laid out. But doesn't matter. Next scene. Mac and Nick are in Mac's car. And then shit, never mind. We're actually back at the police station, and Goldberg comes in to electrocute the police captain's testicle. Hey. Well, I don't fucking know an offspring version of a Christmas care of like they sing, cri- I, sing Christmas carols. Words are hard. I guys. just, I just want, I just want to jump in as my co-host mentions the offspring singing like, like joy to the world or some shit because like I just this movie does a magnificent job of having its soundtrack throughout just be very much this sort of like B-rate butt rock version of all of Christmas classics. Like, it's not like, it's not like, uh, like, like just like regular rock music or it's not like jingle jangle or like, you know, a classic Christmas song. That's a little more upbeat. It is literally like, Corn sings, you'll come all ye faithful. It's just the worst. Dude, I'm telling it's you, it's the, it's, the fuck, it's the fucking smash mouth effect. 
saw body told me the world is better on me look look this movie came out in like 2005 so like the early 2000s was just kind of dying so i'm willing to that is true slack. so <laughs> so mac and so we're back with nick and mac nick is like hey i think my grandpa's right and then mac is like wait hold up i'm getting pulled over we see a cop car drives up pulls her over so nick is like wait a second floor it we see santa bill is driving the cop car so mac starts fucking flooring it nick grabs mac's gun that doesn't have any bullets in it and santa bill is like now on the roof of the car then goes in onto the trunk for some reason (laughs) santa bill moves fast in this movie bro santa bill santa bill's got wheels so nick eventually (laughs) figures out how to use this gun and then shoots santa bill who turns out to be fine it's next scene we're back at Mac. We're back at a uh, grandpa's house with Mac and Nick. They go in, call out for grandpa, and they enter grandpa's bunker. I was just joking about it being a panic room, but with Santa Claus. <laughs> I was just kidding, guys. <laughs> Don't that actually was, do that. It's like you're like I was just kidding. Uh, <laughs> they're actually using it as a panic room. <laughs> so it turns out it'll be seven o'clock at the North Pole in about three hours. So their house gets approached by carolers and Mac runs up and is like, yo, y'all need to get the fuck out of here and leave. But then Santa comes out of nowhere, kills the carolers, breaks their neck and shit. And then Mac and Nick, they run downstairs back into the bunker and yep, sure enough, turn into panic room. So Santa breaks in. Nick and Mac are freaking out. Grandpa's like, give me that Tennyson or some shit. Only it's not Tennyson. It's a key to something else. So Santa Bill's trying to break into the bunker. But Nick and the rest, they leave through like a back door. And they walk through this garage where Mac is saying like, oh, Nick, I'm scared. And Nick is like, hey, don't worry. It'll just be another like two and a half hours and we'll be good. I'm like, fucking time moves weird in this universe. Because it's like just three yeah. hours. It was like we got three hours it's, left like a while ago. That is another thing I kind of want to I kind of want to jump on is this movie's choice of like this movie's way of passing time feels almost arbitrary because what will happen is it'll just sit there. And as my co-host said, it'll go from it'll go from, oh, my God, six whole hours to we only got 20 minutes, babe. We'll be good. And you're kind of left going, what, how what happened in between? Like, and it's, it's all like confused. in a span of like, I don't fucking know five minutes when we kind of see mm-hmm. like we see it perceived as like oh this is like this happens and this happens and this happens so it's it feels very linear that doesn't feel like there's a passage of time but then they pull mm-hmm. shit like this i'm like wait wait a fucking second what what are you telling me so grandpa interrupts them and shows them snowmobiles so back upstairs santa bill finds the santa monocon the monocon and smiles. So Necronomicon, Santa Monicon. Okay, yep, there we go. I was pronouncing it right. I was like, guys, it's been a day. It's been a day today, guys. You're like, you're like, I, you're like, it's been a while since I've watched The Evil Dead. I gotta re, I gotta, I gotta get back. What, what is it called? Dude, it has been a while since I watched The Evil Dead. I might watch that this weekend. Who knows? So, dude, honestly, honestly, recommend it. It's great, dude. I, dude, I fucking love The Evil Dead. So, hey, at the garage, great. Bruce Campbell, please come on our podcast. So. At the garage, Grandpa tells Nick and Mac, like, hey, go to Hell's Bells and warn people. Presumably going to go meet. Hell's Bells! 
Go meet with ACDC and tell them like their favorite song or some shit. You just see, you just see Robert Johnson coming in on like a pterodactyl says <laughs> like Hell's Bell starts playing. I, lo- I love how like whenever we want to like include something in a movie, we just say it's on a pterodactyl solely because of our RIP. RIP. We gotta okay. We gotta find a previous punching bag. So <laughs> since since our other our other Coolio RIP RIP genuinely great guy. Uh, it's since he passed. We gotta find another guy. And you know what? If <laughs> sharks, I come to you today with a proposition. <laughs> Robert Johnson is new Coolio. Yes <laughs> or no? <laughs> I'm gonna have to say no because like he's not really a part. Like other than this bit, I can't really think of a time when we've mentioned Robert Johnson. Now, Tony Romo. No, we're killing. No, we're leaving Tony Romo back (laughs) in October with the Texas Chainsaw movies. We're not doing Tony Romo. I'm sure he's a wonderful guy, but we don't want him on this podcast. (laughs) We don't keep you and your Dallas Cowboys trash over in Texas. No, we we got to get like a I don't know Goldberg now. Fuck it, Goldberg comes in on his. Well, no, it's (laughs) Bill Goldberg. Bill Goldberg comes in. Bill Goldberg is Kool-Aid man. So at the garage, grandpa tells Nick and Mac, you know, go to Hell's Bells and warn people. Then Santa comes out and grandpa starts talking shit to Santa. And then we see Bill Goldberg do some acting. Um, He's a wrestler, which in itself is acting. But it's a very particular type of acting. Here, it's just it's just different. It's like he's doing a wrestling promo. As Santa Claus, which I guess works. I don't know. It's weird. It's weird. You're left conflicted. Yeah, so they they share words. Goldberg's Buffalo runs grandpa down. Grandpa dies. How sad. Grandpa got run over by a uh, reindeer. Not my words, but the words of Bill Goldberg. So Mac jumps on Nick's snowmobile and they drive off. So Santa Bill suits up, and of course, we get a snowmobile slash Santa sleigh chase scene. And some of the highlights of this are <laughs> Goldberg dropping presents that are grenades on Nick and Mac. Santa doing more of that. The snowmobile getting blown up, only it doesn't, and it rides out of the explosion like on one on like its side. Yes. Kind of. <laughs> on one ski. Yeah, on like, one fucking it's... ski. And Mac gets hit by the buffalo and Mac slaps the buffalo. Mac and Nick <laughs> almost get shot at by skeet shooters. I okay. I want to get back to Mac gets hit by the buffalo and then Mac turns around and fucking slaps the buffalo. Cause ugh, Mac Mac apparently has 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 been doing some push-ups. Some like a little, a few curls or something, because with the way this buffalo, this is and granted, this is not some sort of buffalo the size of a reindeer or like some little like skinny buff. This is a buffalo. Mac turns around and smacks it to and to and the buffalo goes like it makes this like guttural noise as it like lurches out of the way, which all I have to say is. Mac should be signing up for like slap fight championships, not, 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 not whatever the hell she's doing with skeet shooting. Like, what the hell? 
Mac is just like, I'll take your ass over to Ted's Montana Grill, Buffalo. (laughs) You're going to have the best pickles of your life and the worst ass beating of your life. (laughs) She's just like, I learned a lot when I was on that island. I gave birth to a child when I was there. I survived. Did she? I don't even fucking remember. She survived. She's. Yes. I never trust a bald man that goes by the name of Locke ever again. And you know what, Santa? You're close enough. <laughs> it's Bill Goldberg's close enough. So, yeah. Nick and Mac, they end up arriving to. Um, Hell's Bells, I guess that's the name of where they're going. And they say like, hey, y'all need to get the fuck out of there. And they don't listen, but then they do listen when they see Santa Bill on his sleigh and they're like, oh shit, no, she's telling me the truth. We gotta get the fuck out of there. So Goldberg then runs down a Santa Claus, which actually turns out to be the pastor from earlier and like he knocks the Santa up into the air and then the pastor falls into his sleigh and Santa Bill's just like, yo, what the fuck? And then Santa Bill backfists him and then knocks him out. So next scene, Mac and Nick arrive to a high school and try to break in. So, yep, they do. And, and then suddenly, oh, they're inside. Santa Bill arrives outside. So they're in the science lab and Nick has the nutcracker that shoots the chestnuts. See, I told you we'd mm-hmm. be getting back to it. It's it comes back for some fucking reason. I mean, it's screenwriting one on You know, you you introduce Chekhov's gun, and then it's not going to go off until later. So I guess this it's, is no, Chekhov's it's nutcracker. Che- Chekhov's nutcracker. <laughs> oh my! God. Chekhov would be rolling over in his fucking grave right now, dude. He's already rolling over in his grave since we started this podcast. That is that is true. That is true. Chekhov so, would be like, what did you do to my fucking my fucking uh, film theory or whatever? <laughs> what did you do to my literary device? <laughs> uh, there we go. It's a literary device. I was like, I was like, what? What the fuck is it again? <laughs> so, yeah, they break out the clock. It's been it, they say like, oh, 58 minutes. So Santa Bill is outside and he suits up, climbs onto the roof of the school inside. Mac and Nick are trying to figure out strategy. Okay, do we go offense or defense? But then Santa has entered the chat. So he arrives behind them and he's like, who's your daddy? Father Christmas? And Mac and Nick are like, I never liked my dad. And then run down the halls and Santa gives chase. <laughs> They're like, Fuck you, I hate my dad still. And then they just start running. So Santa is chasing and ensues. Santa shoots fire out of his mouth at them. Sure. And then Mac and <laughs> then uh, Mac and Nick, they hide in the library, but Goldberg finds them and then wanders through hunting them down. Does the whole, not a creature was stirring. Then Santa breaks out like a ornament smoke bomb, and throws it at them. So Mac and Nick are like, Hey, we got to run. But then Santa beams a copy of the Christmas Carol, like right at Nick's face and it hits him, but Nick just fucking takes that on the chin like a champ. Kid's gonna go nice. and be like a professional boxer after this. <laughs> he's he's sitting there like just like he gets just like cold cocked by 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 a literary device. 
any Elizabeth device. <laughs> a fucking I, book. Okay. Hey, it is a literary and it is a device. Listen, we're, we're, I think words have been hard on both of us for this podcast. Dude, this is dude, this is this is tough. This has been a tough podcast. This has been a, this has been a tough one, and this podcast is longer than the movie. It's longer I, than the movie we're talking about. I Hell hate yeah. it. God damn it. Oh so yeah, Mac and Nick continue to run through the school, and they get to an ice hockey rink that I, I'm assuming all schools in Canada have. So yeah, Mac and Nick sit around, and they're like, they have a bonding moment. They Nick is like, I have no one now that my grandfather's dead. And Mac is like, you have me. And then Goldberg comes in and cock blocks them as they kiss by... Goldberg's driving a fucking Zamboni and is going to go. He's he's in a Zamboni, which is uh, one awesome (laughs) two a great entrance. Like he says, there's like not so fast. And you just turn into fucking Zamboni. (laughs) Going like a one mile an hour, just heading towards. It's like, it's like, it's like it goes at like at max three miles an hour. Like you can a swift a swift jog will like easily outpace a Zamboni. Sorry, I just think back to that one scene from Deadpool where he's riding. Oh he's yeah! Like, oh man, you're about to be killed by a Zamboni. You're like, this is so comical. So yeah, Nick flashes a light at Santa eyes that Santa's eyes that turns out to be the star of David, and Santa's like, I'm Santa Claus, not fucking Dracula. So then Mac and Nick try to run away, but are about to get hit by the Zamboni when it's stopped by a rock. And it's glowing The yellow. rock. It's stopped by Dwayne Johnson is in this movie now. <laughs> delivers the motherfucking rock bottom to Goldberg, then delivers the fucking people's elbow. Yeah, and- I was about to say, he gets, he gets his, he gets a fucking, he, he just jumps up on the top of the Zamboni and gives a people's elbow. <laughs> no, it's, it's not the rock. It is a rock. And it turns out, Grandpa is there. He's not alive. He's a spirit. But he comes in and they start speaking Nordic or for some reason. And <laughs> love it. Grandpa's dressed like I don't fucking know what I assume pimps are dressed like in the afterlife. And they're sharing words. And Santa's Jeez. reading a letter that Nick sent him. Is like, oh, it turns out that that's how he got that their address. So Grandpa's like, hey, you care to go round two, Santa? And then makes curling equipment appear. If somebody ever comes to me and says, hey, you want to go round two and gives me curling equipment? I'd be like, you're confusing me with someone else, but I want to know all the details of what the exactly. fuck is going exactly. on. <laughs> Someone, exactly. Someone tosses me a, a not tosses someone slides me a curling stone and goes you up for round two and i had not previously played curling with them i go one yes two you gotta give me some backstory <laughs> because i while i am down for this you do need to give me a little bit of clarification here <laughs> so the stakes are the same as they were when they first played curling grandpa wins Medium rare I hate you. Grandpa wins. Good Santa. Santa Bill wins. Grandpa burns in hell. Grandpa's like, let's do this. So Santa Bill makes a hellhole appear. And Grandpa, he goes first. 
makes it really close. But then Santa goes to the slide, but Santa Bill says, fuck you, and slides Grandpa into the hellhole to burn for all eternity. <laughs> That's such a weird bait and switch. Fuck you. Yeah, it's like literally he goes, slides him like a penguin just down the rink. Like you can't sit there and like, now granted, I've been on ice skating rinks. I know that shit is very slick. Mm-hmm. But like you gotta be able to like, I don't know, roll or like, I feel like you could, guide, you could guide yourself somewhat. Yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah, exactly. You, you, you wouldn't be. Again, you're not a penguin. You can't fucking control yourself. But like, you can do your best. But like, Grandpa just like sits there and is like, "This is my fate." <laughs> and I'm like, "All right, you put a little more effort in, Granddad." But okay. So now Goldberg turns his attention over to Nick. But it's seven o'clock, and Nick's like, "Ha." Huh. Christmas is officially over. But Santa's like, hey, that's not how it works. The North Pole is actually where all time zones converge, so it's actually discretionary. Fuck you. You just got educated. <laughs> I love that. I love that the movie felt the need to sw- to like put in like and slip in an um actually moment. <laughs> I'm like, hell yeah. I'm just hell like Hell yeah. I'm like, what this was the only reason that like it's this it's these two times and that's it that, that, that oh, they yeah. talk about like Absolutely. the time zone thing. So time zones are no match for a killer nutcracker that Nick shoots a chestnut into Santa's chest. So Santa Bill gets knocked to the ground, looks at his chest and then falls asleep. So Nick and Mac, they go to rescue grandpa who's hanging on for dear life. And also Santa actually wasn't knocked out. He gets up and drives a Zamboni through a wall mac and nick pull grandpa up out of the hole and then he tosses the rock into the hole but then we see goldberg gets back on the sleigh santa like the pastor santa wakes up and then gets knocked out again so back at the rink mac and nick and grandpa are getting ready to leave but grandpa's like santa's powerless now let's go get him so they go to leave the rink but grandpa can't cross can't cross past the hockey rink he does the whole i'll always be there and then fades away and then that's Mm -hmm. it so nick is like hey let's hit offense so next scene remember those skeet shooters that we mentioned earlier um yeah so so they're gonna go talk to them now and mac and nick are like hey y'all want to hunt a flying buck and the shooters are like hell yeah i'm down also, one of these shooters is related to Max somehow, which they mentioned the fact that, you know, she has guns and shit. So, yeah, there you go. And one of the shooters also has a voice box thing for some reason, you know, that like, yeah, yeah, it's, it's, smokers have. Why? It's again, I it's the fact that the movie decided to have like they're like, we're going to get them gang moment where it's like we, they bring the fight to the antagonist. That they decided to clue in the skeet shooters who had no relation to the two protagonists. Literally up until Mac mentioned that her brother was one of the skeet shooters. That she just decided that they just decided to just now clue in people with arm armed to the teeth, essentially. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense why they would want to why they would just drop why the movie would drop this on us just so Mm -hmm. if just suddenly like that. So 
Nick gives the flying reindeer call and the shooters see a flying quote unquote reindeer. So they all get their guns, start shooting at the sleigh. And Nick has a gun and he's aiming it. He's getting ready. He's lining up the sights. But then a rocket comes out of fucking nowhere, goes to Santa Claus, blows him up, and then he fucking dies. It was Mac's dad who fired a fucking bazooka at Santa Claus and he exploded. <sighs> Why? That. <sighs> I know this movie isn't, I'm not supposed to think about the movie like this, but they fucking never set up the fact that, oh, I w- this guy was in a bazooka drawing. Oh, by the way, I'm Mac's dad. You can call me Deus Ex Machina. Fuck you. It is. <laughs> oh, man. I love, I love, they're like, they're like, pew, pew, pew. It is just, they decide to just randomly have this person they have n- we have never been introduced to roll in with an illegal weapon <laughs> and just fucking like show Santa that it do go down <laughs> and just it's just crazy i mean this this thing would have made much more sense if it took place in america but you know is what it is so it- this was if this was in like rural like Tennessee or something, you'd be like you'd be like this makes sense. This nah, makes sense. No, 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 South Georgia, easily South Georgia, <laughs> North Florida, South Georgia. That's oh, where yeah. that's where people would get rocketry. Oh yeah, oh yeah, easily. So next scene, we see the pass the pastor that was dressed as Santa Claus impaled by a flagpole, and yeah, they see this. He's dead. So the shooters are like, wait. The pastor was Killer Santa, and we get an altar boy joke for some reason that has not aged well at all. Mm-hmm. A lot of the movie hasn't aged yeah. well. Um, yeah. And Mac and Nick, they have a conversation, and they're like, you know, oh, well, Christmas is over. And yeah, so they flirt, they kiss, Christmas is saved. We get a scene where Goldberg is turned into, I don't fucking know, a Motorhead fan and is at the airport and is like <laughs> wanting to get a ticket to the North Pole and um, no one's asking questions and Santa Bill sits down at the airport and that's it, except it's not it. We get a post credit scene of Santa looking at his naughty or nice list and then he looks at the camera and says his wrestling catchphrase, who's next? And now that's the end of the fucking movie. Right. Oh, man, dude, that was a that was a fucking that was that was a doozy. That was a fucking doozy. Dude, that was a I trip just, of an episode. Holy shit. It literally it, this this movie. This movie was a trip. Like, it's just there are so many moments within this one movie that just that this movie is chock full of what the fuck moments. Mm hmm. There are so many moments that you're like, I couldn't have predicted that this was the outcome, but here we are. It's kind of that vibe, I feel. Like, I. It doesn't make. This movie shouldn't exist. Oh, (laughs) yeah. That's the one thing that I kept. I was like, this movie should not exist. Uh, But, you know, it's, it's not the worst thing we've covered. 
on this podcast. And I really, I don't know. It's just kind of a, a their movie for me in terms of the ones that we've covered. Not one I see myself mm-hmm. returning to, even with a group of friends. But I think yeah, that like you should see it yeah. once. I think I think that this movie is definitely one of those movies that I personally would not return to. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't. I would simply just sort of acknowledge happened and then continue on with my life. It's I don't know. I feel like I feel like with the movies that we've covered, we have so many other movies that are better fit for the niche that this movie covers. The only niche I can think of is ridiculous holiday movie. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. If you are like specifically, it's got to be a Christmas movie and it has to be bonkers crazy. Then this movie fits the bill 100%. But I mean, even then there, I think there are some, some better options. Oh yeah, absolutely. You know, like you got the silent night, deadly night series. You got oh, you got Violent Night as well. I don't know. We were yeah, recording, David we're, Harbor. We're recording this before that movie actually came out. So mm-hmm. if if it's good, yay. If it's bad, boo. I I don't. If if it's bad, if it's bad, how bad? Is it like Bucky Larson bad, or is it like you should show up drunk bad? Let's not ever revisit Bucky Larson ever again. Please don't release a holiday we special need- of Bucky Larson, please. There needs to be a financial incentive for us to return to Bucky Larson. I I kid you not, dude. I am I am with you on that one. We'll we'll come back to that at a later time. But guys, yeah, that's been this episode of the Messed Up at Midnight podcast. Follow us on social media: Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Mike's OnlyFans. If we Twitter, got it all, guys. If Twitter is still around, if Twitter's still around. <laughs> I don't know. I feel I feel like we're going to be saying that for a while, but we'll just that have to true. wait and see. That is true. Absolutely. The only fans in the Instagram are going to have to suit us and the YouTube. Yeah. And and guys, you know what? Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Go out. Go celebrate. Hell yeah. Go, go celebrate drink. life. Drink. Absolutely. Up, drink, 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 drink some mold wine, bitches. If you can follow that, those convoluted instructions, then please let us know how it is. And um, yeah, we will. We will see y'all next week. Ooh, see you next week, everybody.